0: Welcome to Probably Science. I am Andy Wood, and wow, this is a treat. Bra- welcome. The gang the... is back together. That's the voice of Brooks Whelan. Brooks
1: Whelan, back. Back in the house. In the pool yard. I'm reading, I'm sorry, I'm on no. Wikipedia reading about the Beatles right now. That's
2: understandable. What are you learning? Oh yeah, you just found out uh, about them?
1: Yeah, I'm getting into them. I think they're going to be a big band, guys. I'm excited. They've got real potential. I'm really excited about this Blackbird song that they have.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is there a way to invest in the Beatles right now? Is it too late to do that?
1: I'm going to invest in Apple, okay. which is their music label, right.
0: and uh, also a uh, type of technology I think might make it. <laughs> Wasn't that an initial point of contention between Apple Records and it Apple computers? has to be, right? There was a lawsuit, I think.
2: Yeah, they had, they had a lawsuit recently because initially they kind of agreed... Uh, Okay, we get Apple for music, and you get Apple for computing. And then they started with the iPod and iTunes, and then the Beatles guy, like, I don't think it was specifically the Beatles, because two of them are dead, and two of them probably counting their money in a mansion. Yeah. But, um, but someone involved in the company was now started going, well, now you're doing music things, so now you can't do that. And then oh, wow. They-
0: and that was why it was a big deal that the Beatles were finally available in iTunes like that for a long time they were not going to be and then I think right. when they did that I think actually Danny Harrison was kind of the link to this generation like he kind of talked I- I remember His dad's stayed into because he was involved in the guitar and the rock band Beatles thing. Like he was a big part of making that happen, which is an amazing game. You guys should check it out. Um, I remember when I was like a junior in high school,
1: I wanted an iPod, and my brother, who was probably like 21 at the time, was like, "You can't trust Apple products." And I uh, <laughs> talked to my dad, and instead of getting me a Philips MP3 player, uh... and it broke within weeks. And, <laughs> and then uh, I think if I would have got like a Gen 2 iPod, it would still be working.
0: Yeah. There was a while when it was like sort of hip to like Zunes. You know that? No, it was, it was of, never yeah. hip to like. Anytime we no, I went to a party and they had like a Zune <laughs>
1: playing through the speakers, I was like, this is a fucking terrible party. The, <laughs> I'm going to steal their frozen pizzas. If I went to your party in college and it was bad, I would go into your freezer and I would take all your frozen pizzas. <laughs> you
0: wouldn't <laughs> cook like, them at the party and eat them? You'd just take them No, home. I'd
1: take them home. I usually would be drunk and I'd frisbee them into cars on <laughs> in the way, walk them back or something. Just, or your just, magnets. Stuff you couldn't oh. get back, like if you had family photos, I'm taking them. Our, our college refrigerator was filled with other families' You are photos. an awful
2: person. Oh, yeah. We <laughs> wanted to aural. steal stuff
1: that, that had no value. Something that like the next day they would be like, why? <laughs> why would you take that?
0: You don't know these people. I stole, I stole one pool ball from these.
1: Oh, I'm always taking the cue ball. <laughs> uh, if I go to a bar, I'm taking every cue ball out of that bar.
0: <laughs> it's fun. That's, that's, uh, that's the one that's easiest for a place. you got to go with one of the set. They've got to they either find a matching one or well, get a whole new one. In my drunk brain. Seven. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In my drunk brain, I'm
1: like, they'll never be able to play pool again. <laughs>
0: you <They laughs> have to throw the table away. Get rid of your table.
1: <laughs> I do it whenever I'm back in my hometown of Manchester, Iowa. Because nice. I'm just like,
0: this town doesn't deserve pool balls. <laughs> These guys I know stole, uh, like, fraternities have their composites, like the big the group of pictures that they take once a year that has everyone in the. In the picture, you know? Yeah. You know what these are. Were you in a fraternity,
1: Brooks? No, but yeah. that's like one of like the glaring reasons. I was like, fraternities are lame. You guys are taking Dude, like, like fourth uh, grade yeah, team yeah.
0: photos. That's <laughs> very not cool. Do
2: all the front row have to like half kneel? Yeah, it's very, lame. No, 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 it's lame. like
0: individual headshot, I think school portraits. Like Yeah, it's like, like, like we're going to get our senior is. photos. I
1: was like, oh, those things your parents made you get in high yeah, school, yeah, yeah, yeah. you decide as a group of buddies to
0: get <laughs> unironically <laughs> in college. Well, someone I know went into like a rival fraternity house and he stole that giant, mounted, and they're expensive because they're big printed things, stole it and was walking out the door and someone <laughs> called him out and it was like, hey, where are you going with that? And he convinced him that he was from the composite cleaning service. Oh, that's great. He was going to clean their composite and bring it back. That sounds like a delight.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a legitimate job. That's a thing that happens. Yeah.
1: All right. But yeah, I'm doing the podcast today. I'm back. Go- I take a We're six going. month absence. <laughs> we minus for- Chris Hardwick, which I was like, welcome talk to
0: hardwick is that the only one you've done this calendar year yeah yeah oh man uh and then matt kirschen is here
2: yes i am i'm right here uh brooks but you you've been doing actual science recently what have you been doing? You've been putting things in animals. Well, I don't week.
1: know how much I can talk about it. Oh. For real. I'm being honest. Like, I don't want to get fired again.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just another lap. But it's yeah. some
1: cutting edge stuff. That you can't, you it's really can't cool. talk about it. No, r- r- for real. I don't oh, okay. think I can talk about it. I mean, we're doing cool implants in uh, San Diego, uh, working towards <laughs> implanting into humans. It's the laser dolphins, right? Yeah, we're doing stuff with laser dolphins. It's great. Uh, it's dolphins exciting. made of lasers or dolphins wearing lasers? No, no, made of lasers. Okay. <laughs> come on, what is this? Austin Bowers, we're a little f- more high tech than 1998 <laughs> or whatever year. Don't
0: Wikipedia what year that. Came out. <laughs> it was 98. Well, we're hoping good things come of it, and then you can talk about what you were doing.
1: Uh, yeah, no, that'd be great. Or I can quit and then uh, to pursue comedy, and then I'll just give away all their secrets, guys. Uh, I won't do that if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, your boss is a fan of your comedy, right? So that's Uh, uh really well,
1: I don't know if he's a fan. He, he definitely makes you make a lot of vines yeah, in the lab. He tolerates <laughs> it. Oh yeah, if you want to see what I do, follow me on Vine. I just vine at work all day long.
2: You make you make some of the funniest vines I've seen. Oh but Oh my um, gosh, man, thank you so you've much. You somehow talked your work colleagues into jo- like people oh, now yeah. know about a group of scientists who have no comedy experience whatsoever, apart from appearing on repeated vines.
1: Yeah, I know, dude. I'm doing a Saturday Night Live submission tape right now, and they made, my manager was like, why don't you put those Craig vines in there? So there's like, one minute of it is just me and my other scientist friend, Craig. <laughs> uh, it's pretty You fun. actually
0: got him to come to your house to do the thing, or you just put together the I just I just smash cut a bunch of vines together. Nice. Uh, so yeah. So has he gotten any notoriety out of this? Has he been recognized on the street as Craig? Has anyone? Dude, said, Fuck somebody you?
1: at the Irvine Improv, Craig came to see me at the Irvine Improv, and somebody was like, "Oh, dude, I love your vines to me." And I was like, "Do you know Craig?" And then they were like, "Oh my God, it's Craig," because <laughs> Craig lives in Orange County. Or they
2: just turned around and they just went, "Fuck Craig."
1: Oh yeah, I hope so. Yeah, he loves and it though, right? Him. Yeah, Will Sasso called Craig a fucking asshole, <laughs> and uh, Craig was like, "I never thought I'd be happy to have someone call me a fucking <laughs> asshole before."
2: Would it kind of be a bit galling if Craig gets SNL and you don't? Yeah, I would love good. that. <laughs> <laughs> it would make me so happy. Just to be the butt of a, like, a lot of completely un- otherwise unconnected sketches. Just at the end of a sketch, he just turns around to Craig. So we're just turning around, fuck Craig.
1: Dude, Craig's killing it. Craig is way- Craig's the star of the vines. All right. Um, but yeah, I've just been hanging out doing science. Um, camping a bit? We went to Joshua Oh, man, I've been camping at... Had- Filming a nature show Mm -hmm. uh, Working on that Uh, But yeah Camping a lot Being sad For a little bit not
0: that sad Not that
1: sad I quit the podcast Because the girl Bummed me out And then uh, Then I was just like I kind of like Having
0: my Sundays free Oh Uh, And now But now I'm back You're back This is not a Sunday It's a Thursday evening It's a Thursday evening Pulling back the curtain A little bit on this podcast It's not always done Right before we put it up Well, Pretty close usually Which is why
2: we can't we can't broadcast any of the corrections to last week's episode right? because right. we're yet to receive them. Yeah. There will be some from last week, I'm sure, too. We made a lot of mistakes on the last one. Mm-hmm. If you do listen to the show, if you do have any corrections, comments or clarifications, email us probably science at gmail.com or tweet us at probably science. We like hearing your actual facts and we love it when you send us stories that you think we should cover.
0: Uh, and we love it if you throw us a little money to keep our costs down. You can do that at the, the Donate button on com, and uh, we will always mention people who do that on the air. So if you want to hear your name on this uh, oh-so-high-profile podcast, that's the way to do it. It's
2: pretty high-profile podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty high-profile high profile. podcast. Um, you don't just... Uh Not everyone gets on iTunes Not everybody, no (laughs) You have to know some people You have to know one of the It even took It took the the Beatles Beatles a little while (laughs) To get on iTunes We just jump right in there And they've only got their songs on there Like the podcast that they did Yeah, they're not allowed to put those up There's none of Nope None of Ringo Talk
0: I did get an email from a listener who uh, He started a podcast Called Peer Reviewed And uh, Let me I'll read his exact Description of it Because it seems a little like Plagiarism to me I don't know He claims that this was just coincidence but uh, he Googled um, let's see. What are we doing here? I'm telling you about Daniel Frana, a listener of ours, who found an article about three uh, D printed guns. And actually I posted that on our Facebook, it was about the problems that they have misfiring. They, they explode in your hand sometimes. So three D printed well, guns. Well guns
1: are gonna do that no, sometimes. Not as good as <laughs> you I'm like Brooks from the N
0: R A and sometimes guns don't work <laughs> perfect.
1: What are you gonna do about it? Take it away from me? Yeah, right, this is America.
0: So anyhow Daniel uh started a podcast with two of his friends 6 months ago. They wanted to do a comedy and science thing and it's in Iowa City actually. Uh, they plan on calling it... Pro- oh, dude, I think I know that. That guy, like, opened for me when I was in Iowa
1: <laughs> what? in February. I was like, that name sounds familiar. I headlined the University of Iowa. That
0: kid opened for me. Wow. Well, we're giving him a plug, even though his podcast is competing with us. I don't, he don't care. Said He's they, a nice guy. They plan on calling it Probably Science. What are the chances of that? Then they found out about our podcast, and they called it off. The weirdest part, the host of the show... Sounds were fine. We're going to be a graduate from the University of Iowa... Uh, Who's the only one who works in a lab? That's Daniel, his engineer friend Andy, and his British friend.
2: (laughs) But this is this is too. This is
0: like. Is it actually you and me? Is is this how he asks us if we want to join his show? If we ever meet in person, uh, it would cause the end of the world. Uh, We did end up starting the podcast, they said, but they ended up calling it Peer Reviewed. Um, so if you well, want to hear, well, shoot, you guys should have and- let me know. When I was in town, I would have beaten him up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how good you podcast with two broken thumbs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I need my thumbs to. The- he also said Chaz Marino has a tiny dick, which was unnecessary, but he did actually include that in the email. Uh, who's was that? Somebody? I oh, inside jokes. If you were in the podcast, you would know what we're talking about, yeah, Brooks. No. If you'd been here before,
2: uh, Chaz Marino is a fan of ours, with whose small- penis <laughs> is of questionable size. Question specifically by jesse case and then he sent us a picture of him himself with a gun we didn't
1: <laughs> mention that yet did we yeah well have we gotten fans since i've left oh yeah we got a lot of fans. Okay, what, fans? what? Yep. i also quit the podcast because it was not successful i was like nope. i gotta get out of
0: this sinking Gallagher ship. gave us some gotta get big galaga <laughs> okay got up. we got some well maybe now. i'll make more appearances now yeah um We've been in the rankings a couple times. We've broken into the top hundred on iTunes. Oh, <laughs>
1: this is—you can't impress me with this podcast. I know how it. I i know its beginnings, which were just in my old house. Oh, I don't want to talk
0: about it. Oh my God, <laughs> uh, this—is there nothing that doesn't remind you of a past? Come on, this is uh, how long has it been?
1: Like not even a year <laughs>
0: since the girl I was trying to marry broke up with me. Why don't you get over that, Brooks? I'm yeah. sorry. Brooks is doing fine for himself, everybody. Don't don't cry for me, Argentina, on Brooks over here. He's, uh, he cut his hair. Suddenly the ladies love him. He's getting lots of work. I got, got a cool him.
1: new look, guys. I don't know if you guys Shared are now.
0: into bangs, but <laughs> I got them. <laughs> the mustache
1: w- is just a one-night-only thing. I had to shave it to be a mad dad for this thing I was filming.
2: We've all thought mustache would be for a one-night thing. No, yeah. I'm, sh- I'm I shaving just it drunk, when I in go college, home. I experimented with a mustache for one night.
1: You guys ever experimented with mustaches? <laughs> Turns out they will turn you into a poison fan. That is a, <laughs> that is a gateway facial hair son. You, you do not mess around Next with your mustache. Next thing you know, you're at a Jersey cover band. I mean, <laughs> goddammit, Journey cover band. Son of a buck.
0: You know, who, the funny thing is now even Journey is a Journey cover band, right? Oh, that's true. Now that they found that uh, that tie.
2: What, what if you just singer?
1: went super racist? Now they found <laughs> that
0: rice-picking <laughs>
1: new singer.
2: Like, <laughs> whoa, you help, boy! <laughs> What, they they did what though? They just found like some Thai karaoke singer. I believe so. Isn't that the isn't that the guy? Um, yeah, no. I think I
0: think it's Journey. Um, yeah, they, I mean he, he does a spot on Steve Perry, I guess. And they uh, it was sort of like that uh, that movie with Mark Wahlberg. Isn't that Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, yeah. Uh, rock
1: star used to yeah. be on VH1 all the time. I really liked that movie a lot. <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: He's Filipino. Arnell Pineda is now the uh, is now the lead singer of Journey. Um, they hired him. Let's see. In 2007, he was hired as the lead singer of Journey.
2: Singapore is full of Filipino cover bands. I don't know what it is about the Filipino population specifically, but apparently they get very good at exactly emulating the hit songs of the day. It's like a bunch of Bill and Haters the over there. Sing- a-
0: Singapore, more like singer pretty good. Am I right? <laughs> I hated that. <laughs> That's a Chris Hardwick joke. That's <laughs> not even mine. I can't. Take uh, okay, all right.
1: Well, I, I would have told him I hated that. I wish I was at the Gallagher thing so badly. <laughs> just because I would have just. He would have been the worst. It would have. He would have left the room because you wouldn't have. I would have just been like, "You're fucking crazy! Stop talking!" Like, and that would have been a 15 minute podcast. Perfect. Gallagher would have walked out. I, I mean, I hate that guy so much.
2: I um, did, we
0: got uh, someone who wrote in actually defending him. It was a pretty ridiculous uh, email. Apparently we're liberal. Yeah, we're just trying to get lib women wet. <laughs> yeah, who isn't? They're the hottest. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: oh, I like liberal women? I'm um, sorry? <laughs> Find short haircuts to be hot? Oh, I'm way off. Am I? <laughs> I, I you're right. I really want those Republican Midwestern gals. <laughs>
0: See, that, that fan base you thought was too small, it just got smaller. I don't know, whatever. It just got a little bit smaller.
2: Yeah, oh, oh middle-aged Republican female listenership. Oh, right we do that
0: last real quiz. well. We do real well with people whatever. named Brenda. I'll
1: make out with you drunk, don't worry. Oh, can we cut that out? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe, I mean, I, I really want that cut out. <laughs> I'm going to stress how badly I want that cut out. Now we can't cut it out no. because of how much I Almost want it cut out.
0: Also, but also, I mean, this plays up to your image. You're like the uh, the bad boy of the podcast. Yeah, you're the- not always here. When you're here, you're going <laughs> to throw I'm- a wrench in the works a little <laughs> oh bit. Oh, my He's gosh. Be-
2: and also, Brooks is wearing a leather jacket and got him here on a motorbike. <laughs> yeah. ah!
1: I do really want a motorcycle, and guys. And he jumped over
2: about the about swing no, no, pool no, 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 no. and landed on the other side and then started the podcast. <laughs>
0: Oh man. I've- don't seriously, can I just like I know you're you're going through stuff. It's been like a re re experiencing your youth and uh making up for lost time, but just don't do the motorcycle, please. Oh no, I'm getting a motorcycle.
1: That's oh, for God. sure. Okay. Me and other fellow uh, probably science friend uh, Kyle Conayne are looking at them
2: uh-huh. later
1: this month, guys.
2: Are you going to get like one between you with a sidecar?
1: No, he ra- <laughs> he rented one in Korea and was like, uh, he just was like, we got to get these, and I was like, that's what I've been saying. Oh. So we're going to go look at like cool Honda, like Honda See, Cafe Racers. I
2: still have a scar on my leg from the gig in Cyprus where they just gave us scooters. Not even a full size motorbike. They just gave us a scooter yeah. and went. Uh, you'll probably work it out.
1: Well, and within you didn't.
2: within a, an afternoon, I just got into a wall.
1: Oh, you sounds yeah. like you're terrible at motorcycles. I <laughs> ran it moped in Maui, and I drove it all the way around the island, and I didn't get hurt. So I'm pretty sure I'm okay to ride
0: a full blown motorcycle
2: <laughs> through a major the, city. Down this, LA.
0: This sounds like a man who knows the scientific method. If yeah. you do it once, that outcome must be what always happens. Yep. Exactly. So go listeners, go get motorcycles. They're always safe. They don't end people's careers and lives. I've never heard of a safer way to travel
1: <laughs> than motorcycle. So the only other maybe safer way is to put a roller blade on a pogo stick. <laughs> That's like, there's no way you're going to get hurt.
0: Uh, do you know Jason Williams, the uh, one of many professional basketball player Jason Williams is? The, uh, one, the th- one who ended his career when he bought a motorcycle, like the day he was drafted and crashed it within a minute of getting on it. And, and mm. his, and
2: I thought you were going to say he ended his career because he got a motorcycle, and then he was like, this is much more fun <laughs> than basketball.
1: Screw this game. I did write a joke I really liked about how we found out that our uh, house was infested with mice, so my roommates went out to buy uh, mouse traps. And I was like, well, I mean, that's your idea. I, I would rather just put out a bunch of tiny motorcycles. <laughs> On account of motorcycles are real dangerous and they'll wreck and kill themselves. Um, Boom! Get it? I hate myself on this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I hate myself so
0: much. Um, Nah, I don't. We're glad you're here. The listeners are glad you're here. But this is going to be a big deal. This is going to be like no won't Um, Gallagher numbers on this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Look out! Uh, All right, let's do science. Let's do it. Right
1: after I just, I mean, like I've been, I'm like. This is what I am. I'm like the dude who le- who moved out of a house like four years ago and everyone has like their own thing and it's really functioning well. And I show back up and I'm upset. It's not like how it used to be. Like, no, we watch, we watch uh, a league of their own every Sunday at 4 p.m. You're like, that's really stupid. Why, why did we ever do that?
0: No, it's how it used to be. What's up with all this clean stuff going on here, pussies? You, season- oh, we got a chore wheel now. Yeah, okay? I, we divide up things. I finish we,
1: a beer and throw it into the fireplace. <laughs> hey, we oh, don't do God. that anymore. We, we, we do haven't that. done that since Dad
0: died. <laughs> Wait, we all had the same dad? In this yeah, scenario? I think so. I okay. like to
1: think of us as like a little, like a little house on the prairie type of situation. Oh, Okay, where then I moved out. You
0: break. You were the breaking Amish guy who decided to go to the big city. Yeah, I tattoo. did Rum
1: Springer for four years. <laughs> now I'm back. That sounds like a pretty good premise? ABC pilot, guys. ABC. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we're gonna really. It's got to be really tame. But just like a guy who leaves Amish community, but then both their parents die, and he has to come back and oh. be uh, re be Amish because he's got to be the man of the house. Like he's a piece of shit. But he cares about his family.
0: Yeah, this is actually. I'm surprised no one's pitched this. It's Sounds like a pretty good shows, show, dude. guys. Uh, this is this is the same thing as a copyright. We said it on a dated podcast. It's so like it's serious. like if Cody from Step
1: by Step had to go back and be Amish <laughs> and not beat his wife. You remember confess, that guy? I didn't watch Step by Step. Step I- by Step. They had this dude, you're English. Uh, um, there yeah, was, I don't even know what type of Step, show by, Step, Step by Step was is. on TGIF, which was a really great Friday night. Programming block. Uh, had program, programming about the broadsheets that brought, she said, shows as Full House, Family Matters, and Perfect other stuff. Point, I don't know if that it might have been earlier, but anyway, there was a guy who lived outside of the house. Uh, in the show, Step by Step, and he was very funny. Uh, and he was good at karate in real life, also great at hurting his wife in real life. So, mm. like, he left the show, and I was like, Eight. I was like, But Cody's my favorite. Yeah. And then my brother's like, Well, he beat up his wife. I was like, Well, she must have been upsetting him. Like, I was like, I don't care. I need
2: him on the show. Because you like that show, you're an apologist for domestic violence. Oh, I completely <laughs> could side
1: with him. I liked, like, the four, he would eat ice cream fast and get an ice cream headache. I was like,
2: That is the funniest thing I've seen on tv yes. and more than makes up for the yeah. horrendous way he treats his spouse well how are you gonna
1: hurt somebody by karate kicking them no way <laughs> <laughs> there's no way any domestic violence has ever been via karate kick
0: <laughs> i don't know if science would back that up was it the same i, I always confuse that show with um was it a giant family or not it was it was like a modern no that's day land of the Brady giants bunch. okay no because like I was confused just the ten of us, eight is enough step by step one day at a time they're drastically different time frames but they all are like giant family f- shows where I don't remember I can't tell you which one was ones well, which well it was like mom with a family marrying a dad with a family and then okay. those
1: families guess what uh oh one of them's clean one of them's dirty.
0: Oh, is this one of the one of the guys from Dallas was on it? What's yeah. that guy's name? Yeah, absolutely. I forget. I, I don't know what his name, name is either. Okay, this isn't very good science. We should get into some science because, like, you know, you're only here. One, what's our, this? is our once every six months Brooks episode, so we got well, to some we get some actual stories.
1: Hardwick, come. back.
0: <laughs> yeah, what are the levels you would t- you would if we get like. Will Farrell, you're
1: on that. Yeah, round. I'll come back for Will okay. Ferrell, yeah, yeah. I mean I would like to come back it really you guys film during the day now a lot, which is well, why like I would have loved around. to have been here for Rory. I love Rory, he's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Uh, I come I come for whoever. Uh, it's just you guys can film during the day and I have job, so
0: I can't. We will we will work you in as needed. Sounds That's good. Let's do some science. Do you want it. me to do it? You want me to get in there? Let's kick us, 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 us over the story first. Oh, still a well-oiled machine, still. Yeah, this is like this is a return to. Here we go. You got to warm right. up that arm. a little no, bit. No, I
1: got yeah. it. I've been I've been throwing. I've been warming up in the back there. Jesse was catching some oranges. Mean fastballs. I was throwing. All right, Fast gang. Oranges. Russian scientists find blood in a mammoth carcass. That's a big Whoa. deal. Normally, we just find mammoth carcasses, no blood. All right. Russian scientists claimed Wednesday that they have discovered blood in the carcass of a woolly mammoth, adding that the rare find could boost their chances of cloning the prehistoric animal. An expedition led by Russian scientists earlier this month uncovered a well-preserved carcass of a female mammoth on a remote island in the Arctic Ocean. All right. That's all I got through before I started. So anyway,
0: they, they they found a woolly mammoth. Blood.
1: And there's blood in it. So, they're like, dude, we should totally Jurassic Park this fucking thing.
0: Yeah, is that the advantage of it? We just have better access to its genetic material through blood? Or what's if it's the, uh... fresh. Uh, they said, when we broke the
1: ice beneath her stomach, the blood flowed out from there. It was very dark.
2: Ooh, oh, so it that... actually is still liquid.
1: Yeah, yeah. They said, this is the most Jesus. astonishing case in my entire life. How was it possible for it to remain in the liquid form? And the muscle tissue was also red, the color of fresh meat. What? You know what I'm just thinking? I'm thinking... Mammoth steaks? Ma- no, mammoth just died like a few weeks ago. But they're oh. they're still going down over on this island. A little journey to the center
0: of the earth type stuff. I like it. That I would pay. I would pay to visit
2: that place. Either that or someone suspiciously filled a woolly mammoth carcass with blood. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Turns out the blood is that of like 30 uh, murdered <laughs> like, <laughs> Swedish <laughs> women. Yeah. Uh, also weird
0: coincidence some uh, Swedish weirdo uh, lives in the area <laughs> yeah and they said interestingly the temperature at the time of excavation was uh, 7 to 10 below 0 Celsius uh, and they said it may be assumed that the blood of mammoths had some cryoprotective properties which I guess would make sense if the animal's living in a super cold climate here's what, the, what one of the scientists says ask, ask me this is I'm going to quote
1: exactly what the Russian t- scientists say ask me where the woolly mammoth is uh, so, uh,
0: where's the... Woolly- Put in a Russian accent. No, 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 I'm the Russian. You're an English, <laughs> you're an English reporter. So, uh, wh- where's the woolly mammoth now?
1: Uh, I would say we're at speed kept, on the count of it might get stolen. That's what it says in this... Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're really, they're like, we're going to keep a safe eye on this. Get stolen. Also, we've been to <laughs> No, you haven't, Russia! <laughs> we've been to Bude. 1968. Nah. Do all Russians have really bad head colds, by the way? <laughs> uh, you don't know where I've been. I've been Sergei,
0: they, I have nasal congestion
1: problem. I've been, I, I am, I've been in Alaska, uh, Russian tundra. Did, I cannot breathe through my nose. Did you hear where the fucking Woolly Mabbath was? A fucking Arctic we, we, we island. You're we still just, just reading the, this
2: out of the article. Oh, God, I'm tired, you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
1: this podcast does drain a person. Um... So yeah, so we're gonna clone woolly mammoths. So in a Russian zoo soon. Look for an elephant, uh, s- just with carpet stapled to it. <laughs> <laughs> we have we have woolly mammoth. That looks like uh, sort carpet. Wait, uh, wait is, is it Serta, North Korea the recently
2: lied about putting a monkey into space? I don't
1: think North Korea's ever lied about anything. First of all, <laughs> okay. On
2: Why don't the up you up fucking there. take
1: that back? Okay, North Korea, the most truthful of the Koreas
2: <laughs> of all of three all Koreas. Koreas. I'm gonna ask. <laughs> I'm gonna
1: ask uh, you questions, Matt, and you be Kim Jong Un mm-hmm. and answer them truthfully. Okay, Kim Jong Un. I heard you recently. Um, I re- heard you recently played uh, the f- original Donkey Kong game. How how long did it take you to beat it? I am um, the original Donkey Kong game. I love it. I love where you went with that. It really made yeah. me happy. <laughs> All right, Andy. you're I was wondering how racist
0: you might go. Oh, with the accent. The oh throw at none. me. He did throw no. throwing at me. I'll go. No. Kim, um, you know, Kim I'll Jong take Un. There. Kim Jong-un. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that you're a master of the triple jump. That's so good. I do triple jump. How, in... how far have you triple jumped? I've one jumped two miles. Two miles? That seems pretty far for one jump. Is anybody there to see it? All of North Korea. Wow. All right. That's That's legit. Kim Jong-un, the new master of the triple and single jump.
2: I wonder whether, like, the people living in those countries genuinely believe that shit, or they're just so terrible.
0: Oh, they totally
1: believe it, dude. What? Yes. Yeah, man. They don't (laughs) have any realm to, like, compare that to. They're like, yeah, I mean, you could probably shoot a
0: thirty-eight in golf. Yeah, I mean, like, because they don't play golf. But they can see what they can see pictures of what the dude looks like. He's not like a paragon of health and fitness. He, to them,
1: would, he looks like a god. Like, <laughs> to them. I'm I not don't. being crazy. Have you seen the Inside North Korea documentary on Netflix? No, it's it- the best. We're- you have to watch it, Every, of the listeners. You should definitely watch Inside North Korea. It's uh, it's just where they sneak camera crew in based on the idea that they're giving these people interocular lenses, uh, which is like kind of what I work on at work. We work on interocular lenses, but like, uh, if you have like uh third world countries get cataracts from bad diets so uh-huh. then it's a cloudy lens inside your eye so um, they bring in this world renowned doctor who can do really cheap surgery and give you a new interocular lens they take your old lens out and just slip this two dimensional disc in there and you can mm-hmm. see again from being blind you can see because the only reason you're blind is because you had bad nutrition and um, you, got, you developed cataracts so just blocking yeah. yeah yeah it's just your lens gets cloudy uh, so then these people haven't been able to see forever the surgeon comes in opens up their eye like it can just be local anesthesia they don't even really have to be under um, I think you can do like 300 in like five days it's crazy how many he can do it's really I heard Kim Jong-un he
0: do 300 in like five minutes though but that's
1: true um, <laughs> but they didn't film it so anyway they talked this camera crew into coming in and I think like Lisa Ling was with them they had somebody yeah. with them that was from channel one back in the day and they just it was really like a documentary of inside North Korea and anytime they took the bandages off and these people could see again they they weren't excited. They the only reason they were excited is because they could see Kim Jong Il again. They're like, now I can finally see the great oh leader. God. It's very, very interesting. It's I think it's by National Geographic. You should watch it. It's okay. called uh, Inside North Korea. I think
0: that might change my mind. Maybe they all are super psyched on that family.
1: No, I mean it's not. I'm not saying anybody's dumb or anything. I'm just saying brainwashed.
0: Totally yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just impo- I mean, It's it's so unfathomable. You could brainwash that many people, but I guess it's it's possible if you cut off information, right? Totally. How did we get to this from woolly mammoth uh, jerky? Uh, I don't know. I started with racist <laughs> stuff. I don't. Know. I'm I, looking at this one picture that has a little bit of uh, muscle looking to it. You can see where they've they've torn off a little bit. It does look kind of delicious. It looks like uh, some very cold jerky, The preserved muscle tissue. This carcass of a female mammoth. That's too far, Andy. No, you wouldn't. You do took m- it mammoth. too far, mammoth jerky. It's Who, one thing ah, to call an
1: entire country you. stupid, but to say you would eat a woolly mammoth. Unbelievable. They're okay. practically an endangered species. Practically.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's, that's good news for well, like, people that are fans of old blood.
2: I've got a, a new blood story while we're talking about. Uh, we doing some
0: Hogwarts type stuff. You got pure
2: blood. I old got blood. pure blood. Um, as have uh, cockroaches. This is, a, this is a little evolution story. This is a, train of a, a strain of cockroaches in Europe um, has evolved to outsmart the sugar traps that we use to eradicate them. What? So These American scientists at North Carolina State University found that the mutant cockroaches had re- had a reorganized sense of taste, which makes them perceive the glucose used to po- coat poison bait not as sweet, but rather as bitter. Uh, they tested the theory by giving cockroaches a choice of jam, known as jelly in America, or peanut butter. Yeah, I
1: had no idea what you were talking about when you said jam. I yeah. was like, what is, what, that's not a thing. It was
2: actually the BBC article that I'm reading this from. Does specifically say known as jelly in the U.S. Oh my god! Uh, and that's because in a second time, the American researcher describes it as jelly, and they're like, "And jelly in Britain is Jello in America." But
0: jam and jelly are pretty jam and jelly similar are the same, the same thing to us. Yeah, for me, like, one of them has chunks. I think I don't know what the difference is. For Some me,
1: difference. like jam feels like more homemade. Like you're gonna home make jam, it's
0: like preserves, but you're gonna buy jelly. I think maybe jelly just has gelatin added to it and jam is just preserved fruit, maybe? I'm not sure. Look.
2: I don't know. If you Listeners, know the answer, right uh, email um, uh, jam or jelly at probablyscience.gmail.com. <laughs> and uh, um, so they analyzed, they tested the theory by giving cockroaches a choice of jam or peanut butter. They then analyzed the insect's taste receptors, which are similar to our taste buds. Researchers from the same team first noticed 20 years ago that some pest controllers were failing to eradicate cockroaches and properties because the insects were refusing to eat the bait. Um, And the new study has revealed the neural mechanism behind this refusal. So what they did in this experiment, they offered the hungry cockroaches a choice of two foods, peanut butter or glucose rich jam uh, slash jelly. Mm. The jelly has a lot of glucose. The peanut butter has a much smaller amount. You can see the mutant cockroaches taste the jelly and jump back. They're repulsed, and they swarm over to the peanut butter. Um, yeah. In the second part of the experiment, the team were able to find out exactly why they were so repulsed. The scientists immobilized the cockroaches. Here comes the fun bit. Here comes the plugging stuff into a beast. Uh, they immobilized the cockroaches and used tiny electrodes to record the activity of taste receptors, which are the cells that respond to flavor uh, and are housed in microscopic hairs on the insect's mouthparts. This is a pretty delicate operation parts. here going on here. Um, The cells that normally respond to bitter compounds were responding to glucose, so they're perceiving the glucose to be a bitter compound.
0: Um,
2: The sweet-responding cell also fires, but the bitter compound actually inhibits it, so the end result is that bitterness overrides sweetness. It behaves like a baby that rejects spinach, explained the doctor. Or just someone who doesn't like bitter things, if you prefer.
0: So how did they figure out that these were... Mutant cockroaches. They didn't make. They didn't cause this mutation. This is just. I think a they stream. figured it out
2: because they were investigating why cockroaches were starting to avoid the bait. Mm-hmm.
1: I forgot I used to do that. Yeah, yeah, it makes the story, me really happy. The story
0: got too sciency. Yeah.
2: Sorry, we should probably. I just want to do that. That's all
0: I want uh, to do.
2: This is probably the time that we should introduce our fourth guest uh, today, the John band Bon Jovi. Bon
0: Jovi. Thank hey. you for joining us, John.
1: Hey, guys. How are you guys doing, man? I heard you got a new album coming out. Oh, man. It's going to be real groovy. I'm excited about it. It's what's really what's the title? The title is called uh, Want It Alive or Dead this time.
0: Can you sing us the title track from it for a little bit? Yeah, just yeah. Give us a little called, called, it. It's called
1: Everybody Look Out, because I'm kind of want it. Not as much as I used to be, but I'm still kind of want it. From Moms, from Target to Applebee's. <laughs> oh, I can get it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a pretty great song. I mean, I've been working on it. I feel like it really pertains to my life. It's solid. Yeah, I mean, I'm still
0: in demand, but uh, only in certain markets. You know, that's, that's good, though, because our podcast is huge among, like, Republican, Midwestern women. Oh, so hope, that, that sounds great. Creativity. I hope nobody
1: here really just said he wasn't attracted to them. No, no, that's never happened on this show. So yeah. uh, It sounds like that guy sounds... Should get the old probably like the science record sales bump. J.B.V. Nice. That sounds pretty cool. J.B.J., I'm sorry. Look, I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. See, hey, by bon Jovi, where are you going? I got to do a
0: show. Okay. Wow, that was great. What I a, really what a think, surprise. Yeah, I didn't know he would even have figured out how to get around to the backyard here to uh, play
2: so. a snippet from one of his most celebrated songs. And then answer a couple of questions on leave. What a treat.
1: Yeah, I mean, he it was it's a real right. Wayne Brady. Somebody should somebody should lock that guy up for some sort of uh, <laughs> whose line is it anyway type of kick. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, my God. Uh, all right. But so, yeah, I tuned out so, hard. So, uh, that's OK. Cockroaches. There's a strain of cockroaches that have mutated to not only not like sweet things, but to be repulsed by them which uh, could be bad because a lot of the traps we use to kill cockroaches but are
2: sweets. There's a constant evolutionary arms race, apparently, between humans and cockroaches. We keep throwing insecticides at them, says the researcher, and they keep evolving mechanisms to avoid them. Cockroaches are ridiculous at uh, surviving.
1: Yeah, aren't they, like, Why one of the only so things that could survive it? a nuclear attack? Like, I, know, I mean, that's what I was saying. I don't know if... Was,
0: did that, they test
2: that? that sounds Rune like something that. they tested on Mythbusters. I think they tested that once. Oh, really? With, like... A
0: small dose of radiation, like a yeah, and then a large bomb. dose of radiation. What's
2: the weirdest thing you ever put in a microwave, Matt? Um, I went, I went through a phase of a with microwave, microwaving of a lot of a So this of things.
1: So this was two or three weeks ago? or
2: was weeks <laughs> ago. Uh, uh, but here, when did it start? Here are my two favorite ones. Um How old are you when you're doing this? I want to envision. This it. is when I was a student. This is when I was at university. Yeah, so wait. So you wait.
1: Until oh, you're old enough to be in college. Oh yeah. I like. I oh, was yeah. ex- I like I get all my dumbest. I like picturing a too. tiny yeah. eight-year-old Matt who oh. looks exactly like you right now, <laughs> exactly. but just okay. a, but just shorter. He's Not just much like, shorter. Oh, I wonder what this will do in a microwave, and then just a GI Joe.
2: Um, okay. Continue. Here, are the, here are the two coolest ones we found. Firstly, if you microwave soap, it expands like it just grows I didn't know
0: that and it stays the size afterwards or it shrinks back down after
2: it gets heated up no it stays the size well that's just how you get more soap (laughs) (laughs) yeah free extra soap if you want to maximize your soap options I wonder
0: if it's different if it's like the one what's the one that floats because it's got lots of air bubbles in it is that ivory
2: I don't know I haven't taken a
0: bath in. in a long time There's a soap brand that would advertise itself as... uh, or It used to be a big thing in the the 50s that it floated so it wouldn't sink in your bathtub and it's just because it had air bubbles in it. I think that's ivory.
2: Uh, Anyway, so all all soaps you tried expanded. um, Here's here's, here's one that's really fun. Uh, Try this at home, probably science listeners. Take a grape, or even better still, take four grapes and you can arrange them around the plate uh, on uh, the little four compass points of your microwave plate. Mm -hmm. But you take a grape... You cut it in half, lengthways, but um, don't cut through the last bit of the skin. Leave a tiny bit of skin attached, and then fold it open, and sit it down, cut side up. So the cut open side is facing up. I can picture it, yep. Um, And then put it in the microwave for about 10 seconds, and it starts to spark across the gap.
0: What?
2: Because what happens is, apparently, uh, it superheats the... The grape juice uh, To the point that it forms a little plasma A little bubble of plasma Above the grape uh, And it's as it's still joined as well That completes the circuit And it can arc across it
0: Wow, I don't understand why that would happen But that's that's great
2: So to do that, have a little look at it Don't microwave it for too long
0: Something but- else you can microwave that's kind of fun We've already talked about this probably You guys have probably done this, a CD You ever put a CD in the microwave? Oh
2: yeah it's the best. You get you get a little pat. You get a little light show. Yep. Really. I like
1: to microwave marshmallows. I think that's like the most oh, basic.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember I just
1: would they be little as well, right? Yeah. Yeah. I would just be like, I'm hungry, but I kind of want more than one marshmallow, so let's make it eight. <laughs> <laughs> also, I blew up my microwave with starbursts one time on accident. <laughs> because I what? was like why would that do anything uh, nice. I was I was like a freshman in high school now I was like mm, losing weight for wrestling and like all I was really excited to eat the Starbursts like yeah. that was I'm so excited to eat it but they were like frozen because they're in my car and I'm in Iowa Yeah, and uh, so I was like I'll just throw them in the microwave for a second but in the whole package which is tin foil on the outside so blew up my microwave because I like mm. threw them in one minute left mm. and came back and
0: my dad just, just like went
2: fishing what for did it? you
0: do and I'm just like, I just want a microwave. I just want a microwave. Uh, stand. Don't be mad at me. You guys ever
2: microwave eggs? Do they explode?
0: They get big. It's, it's almost like the marshmallow, but it's it's good. It just looks a little gross, but it kind of just ends up looking like what's inside of most fast food breakfast sandwiches anyway. So it's but like, hang on. Are it's you fine. talking about
2: like still in the shell or are you talking about?
0: No, I mean like as if, if you're lazy, you don't want to fry eggs. Like uh, sometimes I want like I'm toasting a bagel and I want to put an egg on it, but I don't want to take the time to go. So I'll just put it's an a egg lot of in, a, effort. just put an egg in a bowl and put it in the microwave, and it ends up really good. It's just really fluffy, and it looks a little unnatural how big it gets for a second, and then it kind of deflates. But it's, it's still whatever. It's very unappetizing to look at, but still delicious. Uh, Eggs, marshmallows, CDs, and grapes. I'm gonna do the actually. I will do the grape
2: thing. Do the grape thing is great. You, it works best when you've got four. Uh, Why would four make a difference? Well, just because you get marshmallows. More. There's more stuff going on. Okay. It's a little just, light show inside Yeah so just place the, mo- like, for the four Around the edge Of the microwave dish On the sort of Four compass points
0: I like it And okay.
2: yeah cut, Great cut in half Fold it open And place cut side up But you've got to leave A little bit of the skin still Still so it attached c- It's connected
0: try that at home kids don't try the Starburst in the pack no uh, I didn't say it was fun at all I didn't even get to see what happened it's just like the
2: microwave was steaming you just walked away and then came back to an angry dad yeah yeah absolutely it's happened oh, a I'm, lot I've walked in on an angry
0: dad a couple you guys of ever, times do you guys, ever, you guys ever experiment with magnets and televisions as a youngster oh my gosh <laughs> I got in so much trouble for that kids don't do that either don't bring your magnet near a TV alright what's our next topic we got a couple choices um, one of my favorites is uh, let's do that about, one if it's your favorite <laughs> yeah. we've got a couple topics I really
2: like this one okay, I don't well, think let's... we're going
0: to do it though it's too good you know sometimes you don't want to do stuff because it's, no no it's no
2: do it. it do it think- alright you Please. guys
0: alright uh, well it turns out that mice um, lacking serotonin can swap sexual preferences serotonin which is known as the happiness chemical it turns out might also influence sexual preferences at least in the case of mice um it's normally associated with mood, particularly feelings of well-being but when yi rao of peking university in beijing china and his colleagues genetically engineered female mice so they could no longer make or respond to serotonin it appeared to affect their sexuality although they would still mate with males if no other females were present given the choice the rodents preferred sniffing and mounting females so if the, if the lady mice didn't have serotonin they became lesbian mice this is the first time that sexual preference has been reversed in female mammals without the use of sex hormones, because uh, again, serotonin is usually just associated with happiness, not particularly with sex. Um, but serotonin can modulate olfaction, but the team ruled that out, so it wasn't that it changed their sense of smell. Instead, it seems the chemical has a more central role in controlling sexual preference. It doesn't
2: say how they ruled it out. So I'm just going, nah, it's probably. Eh, they it could still smell the same. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, so. Yeah I, I like drank all weekend and was very hungover which I think like you don't have a lot of serotonin if you like just drink for like over a 3 day weekend and I went and saw I don't know if that's true at all. It's just I'm sad when I'm hungover. I saw the hangover on Monday after drinking three nights in a row and cried in it. You cried at the Hangover? I cried in the last hangover reboot.
0: Is it because <laughs> the lack of serotonin turns you gay and you felt I don't of know. Of I think it was just characters? you just
1: throw the right music and visuals at me oh when I am god. that hungover and I'm just like oh god. <laughs> just started crying. I'm really sure that
2: that's what we were going just like, for. They're not going to do another. It's the end of the <laughs> yeah. trilogy. I don't know what it was. These then, friends will never also, see Also, I
1: almost threw up in my popcorn bucket during the show.
0: It was just oh. all around. Uh, I was like, I don't need to be here. But... You oh. know, the the reason I'm fascinated with the uh, third Hangover movie is because Charles Dorner specifically mentioned the Hangover trilogy in his manifesto. Did you guys read the entire
2: thing? I know. Yeah, I read the thing. And... What was creepy, or to me, apart from the many, many other creepy things in it, was quite how many people I know who are mentioned by name yeah, in that thing. right? There's, like, a b- big comedy names, so obviously... smaller it... comedy names. Like, my... my like, like Grey Drake, who I know, who does this movie show that's really? mostly, like, internet-based movie things, uh, and the old Get TV of- thing, and, like, how does he know who Grey is, and why does he <laughs> cite her as someone who's beautiful and wonderful? Yeah, and this. how do
0: you and how do you take a compliment from a wanted murderer? I just trapped murderer. a bug in a beer bottle cap. I'm pretty excited about nice. it. Nice. What kind of bug was it?
1: I don't know. We could open it up and look. You guys want to do some science right now? <laughs> okay, listeners. We've got some real science going on. I, I'm no, drinking no, okay. a beer and a, and a bug flew by. I put a New Belgian cap over it. Hey, get a peek at this thing. Look Hang on. you got to put it
2: in the past tense uh, passive. Oh. Like a bottle cap was bottle placed cap. Been <laughs> placed
1: on said bug. And now for is it a flying bug or a walking bug? Yeah, flying it. bug. Oh, look at that! What, what no, is that? No, did I kill it?
2: No, no, it's still moving. It's
0: playing dead. Oh, now there it goes. That is uh, like a variant on a. Late, is it cross between like a ladybug and a cockroach? What is that Get thing? Get rid of it. That, ah, a, it flew away. No, it didn't. And bottle cap back bottle, over it. <laughs> the bottle cap was placed back on top of the strange rodent. So, anyhow, Charles, Dorner, Charles Dorner in his manifesto said, and I quote, It's kind of sad I won't be around to view and enjoy The Hangover 3. What an awesome trilogy. Todd Phillips, don't make any more hangovers after the third, takes away the originality of its foundation. So, you heard it. A multi murderer, uh, rogue police officer. You know what, guys? I was thinking about making another half a million, I mean, qu-
1: half a billion dollars, but.
0: The, you know the guy who murdered everybody kind of said, "Don't." No. <laughs> kind of said, "Just pump the brakes." Hey, yeah. <laughs> I just might want to ease off on that. So, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, if you are a comedian who's complimented by this guy in his manifesto, I guess no such thing as bad publicity and all. But we've uh, talked
1: about how um, how the Unabomber got caught, right? Is it because Isn't of that what
0: he first re- Hangover movie? No, <laughs> what, what
1: what was his name? Krasi- I want to say John John Krasinski. Krasinski pretty sh- but Ted Ted, Ted, Ted Krasinski. Krasinski. Ted Krasinski. You know, I feel like I talked about it on here about how he wrote like a huge manifesto after he did like the Oklahoma City bombing or something. Um, he did that, right? Ted Krasinski, Oklahoma <sighs> City bombing, right? Sure. I feel like he did it. Somebody look this up. Look this up while I'm telling the story.
0: Okay, so he. R- you're did- kidding, right? I'm okay, not. Sorry. kidding. <laughs> what did he blow up? He just sent things in the mail that, like, piecemeal. He didn't actually cause a ton of deaths. Maybe no deaths.
2: Maybe just injuries. Well, hold send... on. He was an who anti- did the Oklahoma I... City bomb? Timothy yeah, McVeigh. He must have killed somebody because he got the death penalty.
1: Um, that's because you start fucking with the
2: mail. Timothy McVeigh got, uh, did, uh, did that.
1: Okay, so yeah. Oklahoma City was Timothy McVeigh. All right. Well, then, guys, you shouldn't listen to what I'm saying.
2: But I but think
1: the human, this human is bomber true. was not a good guy either. If that's no, he's, he's terrible guy. Ted, oh, Ted Kaczynski. Okay. Yeah. He wrote. He wrote like a manifesto right. to like the New York Times. Or another well-established magazine. I'm not going to uh-huh. be concrete on New York he Times.
0: He looks a lot like Richard Kiel. But,
1: but then they they published it verbatim of what it was, and then uh, Ted Kaczynski's brother read it, and he'd re- he like used to Ted Kaczynski used to be like a professor at like Ohio State or some Midwestern college state uh, college state Midwest college, and his brother read it, and he's like, oh my god, this is exactly like shit Ted would write. So he called. The New York Times or whatever was like, I know who the guy is. It's my fucking brother. He's crazy. He lives in the mountains. Wow. And so that's how they found him.
2: I did know his, he his brother three. was the one who shopped him. I didn't know that was how he, it...
0: He injured uh, 23 people and killed three over the course of his bombings. Yeah, he just read it and was like, oh, come on, Ted. I know this is you <laughs> this now. vintage Ted. This is classic Ted. I didn't realize how early he was doing this. Like, 85, he started sending these out. All right, you guys want to uh, move on next topic? You don't want to talk more about lesbian mice? I mean, they sound cool. Um, I mean, but are they liberal or Republican? That depends on whether I'm I'm not. I am joking. So the interesting thing is just that this was a chemical that we didn't previously think was associated with sexual preference. And uh, Simon LeVay at Stanford University said it's possible that the well-known effect of early sex hormone levels on partner preference and the serotonin mechanism described here are completely independent mechanisms. However, it's also possible that the early sex hormone mechanism works by an effect on the serotonin system. In other words, serotonin systems may be part of the cascade of signals that translate sex hormone levels during development into sexual partner preference in adulthood. So I don't know if this has anything to do with whether there's eventually gonna be uh, you know, some sort of cause and effect relationship between serotonin levels and homosexuality in general or something, or if this is just like specific to mice, but it's interesting maybe it's not interesting. I don't know. Lesbian mice. Uh, what say, do you guys think? Yes or I no? Mean, Uninterestingness? It uh,
1: ain't natural. As long as they <laughs> stay away from me, my family, don't try to Harness the sanctity of marriage, ruin that. Harness the sanctity Roping. of marriage. marriage, Roping the sexes. As long as they don't try to harness the power of sanctity of marriage, you know yeah, wh- God you made know-
2: Adam and Eve, not Mrs. Squeaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you know Mrs. What? Squeaks. You know what? You know
0: what? You could. You could. If, if, if we wouldn't need we wouldn't have these problems with uh, with power dependence on the middle east if we could just harness the natural energy of the male female marital bond we exactly. could power entire cities it could just go off the grid hey how much do you guys
1: love each other oh not that much oh shoot we can't really power a block with this love no load. that's not going to be we need a couple dams maybe like a uh, solar farm <laughs> yeah. uh, someday okay here we go uh You guys, this is big science news. Big, big, big science news. I can't believe this came out. It's such big news. Like, it. you know how... How big is is there a God? Like, we want proof? This is just as big as that. And it's Buzz Aldrin's opinion on the new Hollywood blockbuster, After Earth. (laughs) Let's hear it. I mean, this is some hard-hitting stuff. And this is what he says. He goes, uh, um, After Earth, he says, the film... Jeez, Louise. He says the film was a great family drama, but the space scenes were not that realistic, guys. Can you believe that? The space scenes in After Earth didn't match
2: Buzz Aldrin's experience. It's a good time to point out that I met Buzz Aldrin and totally shook his hand. I was there to see it. You were? Wait, what? He, he didn't try to punch this? you in the face. He didn't try and punch me in the face despite me repeatedly Alicia.
0: <laughs> "You weren't there. It was a hoax."
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, go on. Well, okay, should I finish this real quick? I just like Yeah, tell yes. us the story. Okay. His main point of contention, there was a lot of noise in the movie. You don't get that much noise when you're on the moon. This is what he's saying. Uh, Aldrin, who followed Neil Armstrong into the surface of the moon during the historic Apollo 11 landing, 1969, says that the noise doesn't... He goes, noise don't propagate in a vacuum. We talked over headsets. Also, I'm Bill Cosby. The 83-year-old <laughs> astronaut was the guest of honor at a party for a new camera that Hassel, Hasselblad, I don't know, the Swedish company supplied to the camera to, to take pictures of the lunar landing. Basically, a person went to space, came back. He's super old now, and he didn't like the space scenes of a brand new movie. Um, Probably science.
0: It's not that. Yeah, did anybody really explain to him that it's not really intended to be exactly? like I don't think what he. I think he was just. They were like, "Buzz, I'm sure it was just some <laughs>
1: idiot reporter that didn't think of a question when he got called." And he's like, uh, "Was space like it was when you was
2: there?" <laughs> now nah, it's pretty noisy in the movie. All right, Matt how did you meet buzz aldrin i met him when i did the uh the nerdist tv show and he i did a stand-up spot in one of the episodes and he was one of the guests
1: why didn't you get him on the fucking podcast uh i
2: i legitimately was trying to have a long enough conversation with him where i could drop in the by the way i do the science podcast and maybe uh but here's the entire conversation i'd quit my job to come here for that that would be so fun here's the entire conversation i had with him i said uh hi mr aldrin it's a pleasure to meet you i'm I'm also a guest on the show today. And he went, you're a guest. <laughs> that was what he said. I fucking love it.
1: <laughs> love it.
2: Like, he kind of burnt me.
1: He was, like, mad at
2: you. <laughs> he just slammed me. <laughs> and then, and then okay, like, here, let me,
1: let's, let's do it. I'm going to be Buzz Aldrin, and uh, I'll open up with that, and then if your conversation continued, I'll keep being Buzz Aldrin. Okay. All
2: right,
1: great. All right, I'm Buzz Aldrin, I'm hanging out right now.
2: Yeah. Uh, hi, Mr. Aldrin, it's a pleasure to meet you. My name's Matt, I'm also a guest on the show. You're a guest? Yeah, I'm just doing a bit of comedy on the show. Just uh, What do you do? Just doing stand-up comedy. Just going to be doing, telling some jokes. So you, Mr. Did you, Roller, you ever Mr. go Roller, to the please. moon? <laughs> have you been to the moon before? No, no, sir, I have not been to the moon. Then just... why the fuck are we on the same TV show? <laughs>
0: Mr. Aller, not every guest we have on the show is is a person who's been to the moon. We sometimes have to have other people That on sounds us. stupid to me. <laughs> I only want to talk to fellow moon <laughs>
2: He is. He is currently. Uh, he he's in the middle of a big Mars campaign. That's what Buzz Aldrin's yep. career is, in the mostly made up of now.
0: Fuck yeah! Advocating for going to Mars, which, by the is way, it- dovetails nicely into another story we're going to talk about because it might not be as easy as we thought to go to Mars. Not that we ever thought it was going to be easy, but uh, there's there's even more problems than. Maybe- no, we went. Don't you guys remember that documentary? <laughs> Rocket Man, the one with uh, Vin Diesel. No, Rocket Man. Chronicles of the uh, one with Harland Williams. <laughs> oh, I monkey! You just for talking about the Elton John song. No, I'm talking about the the documentary. Is Rocket it based Man. on the Elton John song? It's based on real life events.
2: <laughs> Goodness gracious! It's actually based it, on a uh, the Elton John song, Tiny Dancer. Oh, oh that's
1: that's what's weird about
2: it. <laughs> it's really strange.
0: Does, uh, this is something April Richardson pointed out. I'm not going to take credit for it but uh how how andy, bad andy, andy 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 you don't have take to take the credit okay let's take the credit how what what kind of shitty astronaut is the guy in the song rocket man <laughs> and all this science i don't understand it's just my job five days a week um uh, maybe we could aim a little better for our astronauts going to mars andy what a great what are, I'm, I'm so happy that you alone that i wrote came that, up with that that, that, that idea yeah. wow Worst we, astronaut you're great it's just my job i don't know about this science stuff I just press them buttons and they're telling me to go to Mars. <laughs> press, I press the go to Mars button. <laughs> and when I get there, I press the go It's just like
2: an elevator. There's yeah. just like two buttons on it. One says Mars and one says Earth. Isn't it, <laughs> Jesse?
0: For 500 days, it just plays Girl from and Ipanema.
2: you got to hold the Earth button while you're <laughs> on Earth so, <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't take Isn't off it, uh, until all <laughs> the astronauts <laughs> are in. Doesn't
0: Jesse Case <laughs> have
1: the joke about Ronald, <laughs> Ronald Reagan <laughs> hid something for the Challenger astronauts? He hid something? i feel like somebody has a joke about like uh ronald like ronald reagan went into the challenger and like <laughs> hid something for them uh and then and then like the joke is like did we ever find out what he hid was did he put the m&ms like in the o-rings <laughs> that me, i i feel like it's jesse's joke but i don't know i haven't heard it all right sorry what what is your story
0: well, uh, the return trip to, to, Mars to Mars poses, as it turns out, an unacceptable radiation risk. Bad news for wannabe Mars explorers: the round trip alone would blast you with doses of radiation that come close to the acceptable lifetime limits set by NASA, and that's not including any practice trips or space practice trips to space or time spent on the Red Planet. And we've sort of talked about things related to this and attempts at using uh, human waste to line uh, a uh, spaceship to shield from radiation because we know it's going to be a huge problem to be out exposed for that long. Um, the results come from a detector that flew to the red planet along with the space agency's Curiosity rover. Charged energetic particles like cosmic rays can wreak havoc on delicate biological tissue. Um, Earth's atmosphere magnetic field serve to block or deflect most of this radiation, but of course astronauts on trips to Mars will be exposed to much higher doses. Um, and exactly how high wasn't clear previously. Measurements of the radiation in deep space came from unshielded detectors on telescopes which overestimated how many particles would reach astronauts protected by a spacecraft. Oh, So this new information has come from the Curiosity
2: yep. rover.
0: So uh, as Curiosity prepared to take off for the red planet back in November of 2011, NASA saw the opportunity to um, include uh, like a sensor that would experience a comparable amount of shielding as a crew bound for Mars so, the space agency could um, monitor what we'd actually be experiencing if we were getting the expected amount of protection.
2: So, yeah, so the current limit that they have is um, a 3% risk of exposure induced deaths from cancer over a lifetime, which amounts to 0.6, somewhere between 0.6 and 1.0 uh, sieverts for women and 0.8 to, 0.1 to 1.2 for men. So, apparently, men can take a little bit more radiation. Uh, assuming these individuals never smoked and are between 30 and 60 years old, and the results show that a crew on a 180-day journey to Mars would receive 0.331 sieverts, uh, while th- which the return trip would bring up to 0.662, um, which is just over the lower limit for women the and lo- close limit to the lower for an entire lifetime for women. You'd get in that one trip, yeah, and close to the lower limit for men. Uh, taken with any previous exposure the same voyages might have had prior to the trip such as during trial runs to the International Space Station and any time actually spent on the surface of Mars so all of that added up together is an unacceptable risk so one way to maybe cover it would be to add more shielding to the spacecraft but that makes the spacecraft heavier and harder to do it Uh, the other way is maybe to make the journey quicker but we don't know how to do that yet
0: although we did have that story about um, that that new kind of propulsion that would possibly speed things up. I can't remember the details of it. We talked oh, about, yeah, it. We talk about it. Go into the back catalog. That. that was a few episodes back. I remember it, so it was a while, a while back. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, that's sort of... Uh, is this so is this the final nail in the coffin, you think? Are we going to see this in our lifetime? What do you think? What's your best guess? I'm go to, still Go to Mars in our lifetime? You think it's going to happen? I, I don't think it'll happen. Really?
2: I think it might just because of the number of private companies that are... Uh, that have invested in this, like I don't think it's going to be a government funded thing. I think it's going to be some private venture? private investors, and it'll be heavily advertised and sponsored. It'll be like the first Red Bull rocket. Yeah. It'll be some
0: <laughs> it's be some Red
2: horrendous ball. like some sort of horrendous company yeah. that's gonna that's gonna be the sponsor and the main like the first mission that the people who get there will have to do is just like unfurl a company banner dig the corporate logo into the surface of the red planet.
0: Or just have like MTV
2: feel Spring like they'll, Break Bikini Party well, on the surface no, I feel
1: like they'll just like, uh, that'll be in Sir Richard Branson's will, bury me on Mars. So like Virgin <laughs> Galactic will just be like, well, we gotta
0: take him up there and bury him real quick. Oh boy. Yeah, I, I, I'm i doubtful about whether this is gonna happen while I'm alive. And I I don't know if it really, maybe I'm gonna be seen as anti-science if i say i'm not sure we need to send humans there mm, i don't know sorry buzz i don't cool. i'm not sure i guess it's one of those things where of course we'll end up finding we'll end up with with advances that are an unforeseen outcropping of this well, maybe so we'll it's not have... really going to be about the mission it'll be about what you develop well,
2: yeah like a heat there was a huge amount of benefit that came from the moon landing yeah and the moon mission and the apollo program such as mars bars such as mars bar yeah uh uh space ice cream Yep. Um, the song Rocket Man by Elton John. Rocket
0: Man couldn't have been developed if it weren't for rockets. in Dots. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, those pens that can write upside down. Pens that can write upside down. Those pens that if you turn upside down, the girl's top comes off. Yep. Uh, mattresses you can jump on one side and drink wine on the other. Yep. That's from space, right?
2: That came from space. Space foam? Yeah. Um, everything futuristic did, and every mm-hmm. exercise equipment that you see advertised on late night TV <laughs> yes. all came from the space program.
0: Those balance bands you put in your wrists. Yeah. It's from space. They're all from space. Um, Because, like, up on Mars, it's just one giant Spencer's Gifts, right? That's where we get things. Like, that's where the the lava lamps were found.
2: Lava lamps, uh, that uh, self-cleaning cat litter tray Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. was developed as a way for astronauts to shit in a box.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I've been reading... uh, I'm the slowest reader in the world. I'm still reading uh, Packing for Mars, just because I only pick it up every week or two um but i was surprised at how often uh people throw up in space like how many astronauts have motion sickness and how shameful it is So how much they all hide it because they're afraid of being grounded all right if they find if people find out they do it so there's just tons of stories from people like after it's been enough time they don't mind saying it uh about secretive vomiting in space and i guess it's like one of those things you really can never totally get over you can't train yourself completely and uh for a while they talked about Having people wear neck braces because a big part of it is just any sudden head movement, like turning your head around in zero gravity, yeah. can just instantly make you throw up if you do it too fast. But I guess I would have thought like people would just get used to it. But it's like no, even these seasoned astronauts would have to shamefully throw up. And then no, I was just uh, looking out the window.
2: <laughs> There's a lot of also a lot of weirdness that comes from going back from zero gravity to the to Earth. Yeah, where you're just not used to how your body behaves in peculiar. Like, you're you're not used to your tongue having weight again, so your speech is weird. Oh, wow. Um, astronauts spend the first couple of days, apparently, sometimes just dropping things on the floor because they let go of things and forget that they're not just going to stay there.
0: Because no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you
2: get used to You just get used to a version of motion Where you just release a thing And then a minute later You just put your hand back there And re-grab it Yeah Uh, But when you get back to Earth You release the thing And then it falls on the ground And everyone's wondering Why you just suddenly let go of that cup
0: Yeah are you an idiot or were you in space? Oh, you were in space. Okay. By the way, we talked about Chris Hadfield's videos before, but did we actually mention his uh, music video for Space Oddity? We did we mention did. that. Okay. Cause did. I, I didn't watch it until this past week. It's awesome. It's great. It's like, so great. It's
2: great that, but also his other videos, if you haven't watched them yet, Chris Hadfield, who's the Canadian astronaut who just got back from the space station. He, he was the one who covered Bowie the Bowie song, Space Oddity. Uh, but he's made a huge number of videos from the space station which are they're all worth watching the video
0: quality is really high the
2: video quality is really high but also he's just an incredibly good educator yeah there's one that he made that's got millions of hits where he um he took suggestions for an experiment from some school kids and these two school kids uh suggested he squeezed out a flannel like a wet flannel to see what would happen Oh. And I'm not even going to I'm not even going to tell you like what the effect was, but it's yeah. it looks really cool. It's really weird. And it, and when when he does it you're like, "Why is he doing this?" me, "Oh no, I guess that is what would happen." Watch <laughs> it. Go go to go oh to God. YouTube and watch Chris Hadfield flannel flannel squeeze, but he's a great he's a great educator. Um some of his interviews from when he returned, that's how I know some of the stuff about, you know, he was the one talking about how his tongue Suddenly had gravity again, and it was oh, okay. weird to speak for a couple of days.
0: Oh, no, I googled Hetfield flannel, and I just found some demos of Metallica, but that's still pretty awesome. <laughs>
2: Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, should we? Have we got time for one final story? I think we do, yeah. Uh, I Is think it a space it, story? Well, it's no, it's not a space story. Uh. It's uh, an intelligence story, and I think it relates to all of us, given how easily distracted we all are. Uh, apparently, people with higher IQs are slow to detect large background movements because their brains filter out non-essential information. Which means my IQ is a lot slower than, lot, lot smaller than I expected. Uh, I'm sorry,
0: I wasn't listening to that last part. Right. What?
2: Uh, but this is the thing. Um, I
0: haven't been listening for like 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> the smartest of
2: us. Yeah, Brooks has just been chasing that bug around that he caught under the bottle exactly.
1: top. Oh, is it still underneath there? I think <laughs> it is. It's not. How did it escape? (laughs) Oh, my God. There's a real weird Rita Hayworth poster hanging from underneath Uh. this bottle cap. Oh, let me just throw a tiny rock through it. It went straight through the poster. (laughs) Ah! Everybody get to the banks. It has all my information. That's my favorite thing I've ever done on the podcast. (laughs) That buggy Dufresne. Uh-huh. I'm cracking myself up, guys. This is just for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so
2: this study came... Uh, this findings came in a study... I now can't talk. The findings came in a study of 53 people given a simple visual test uh, as written up in the journal Current Biology. The results could help scientists understand what makes a brain more efficient and more intelligent. Wait, time out,
1: time out, time out. I like the idea of like, what should we call our uh, journal? How about Biology. Let me just look, make sure that's... Not, oh, shoot, that one's taken. What else should we call it? Uh, how about current biology? <laughs> That'll sound more current than the other biology.
2: <laughs> you so got it. We, to make every other biology we journal should come sound out,
1: backwards. Yeah, we should come out with one that's called even more current
2: <laughs> biology. The Don't current. listen to this that This stuff
1: other. just happened literally. We didn't have time to spell check or make sure our facts were correct. Yeah. So Turns just, out turtles
2: are Martians. <laughs> It's one just called, this ain't your grandpa's biology.
1: <laughs> I like when it, and then it comes out with one that's like, fuck grandpa's biology. All right, this is just getting, we're going off track, guys.
2: So what they did in this study, individuals watched short video clips of black and white bars moving across a computer screen. Some clips were small and filled only the center of the screen, while others filled the whole screen. The participants' sole task was to identify which direction the bars were drifting, to the right or to the left. The participants also took a standardized intelligence test, and the results showed that the people with higher IQ sco- scores were faster at noticing the movement of the bars when observing the smallest image, but they were slower at detecting the movement in the larger image. Uh, Michael uh, Melnick of the University of Rochester, who was part of the research, said the results were very clear. Uh, from previous research, we expected that all participants would be worse at detecting the movements of large images, but the higher in- IQ individuals were much, much worse. Uh, the authors explain that in most scenarios Background movement is less important than Small moving objects in the foreground For example driving a car, walking down a hall Or moving your eyes across the room um, But as a person's IQ Increases so too does their ability to Filter out distracting background motion And concentrate on the foreground So the higher the IQ the better they are At, at focusing on the small thing in the, in the foreground The right. less distracted they are These by the everything giant around things them
0: things moving around the background I Uh, wonder if there's any evolutionary advantage to being that smart then, because it seems like that could be a predator approaching you. That could be something that you would have to take your attention
2: off of this thing right in front of you. Dave, there's a leopard coming for you. I'm looking at the bars moving from left to right, guys. Just (laughs) leave me to look at the bars. I have an IQ of over 150, okay? (laughs) I have a very high IQ, and I'm looking at these bars.
0: The back back when, like the very smartest, back when the smartest apes had the most British accents.
2: Yeah, the most British accents. I have the highest IQ, and these bars are <laughs> moving left to right. These ones are moving right to oh, left, right to po- left, right to po- left, left, left to right, left to right. A leopard is killing me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, darn it. I can't <laughs>
0: feel my legs.
1: This, uh, well, at least I went out doing what I loved. Trig- being, Trig- being smarter than everybody else. I, I was going to say trigonometry. Timothy <laughs> <and laughs> Treadwell. T- I
0: believe... T- that Timothy, uh, his his downfall was in fact his hyper-intelligence.
1: Yeah, that guy was super smart.
0: He was doing the Sunday, not the earlier day in the week, but Sunday crossword puzzle, which everyone <laughs> knows that Will Shorts makes it particularly difficult to solve, thereby reducing his defenses and allowing the bear to eat him whole.
2: So, <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm like, out of it. I don't know what this study has particularly shown. Uh, In an initial study on 12 people, there's a 64% correlation between motion suppression and IQ scores. In the larger study, on 53 people, a 71% correlation, which is a big correlation. Mm -hmm. Um, But the ability to ignore background movements is not the only indicator of intelligence. because intelligence is such a broad construct, says this, uh, says another person who's worked on the study, whose name I can't pronounce, you can't really... Are you talking really... about I am talking about Du-Jay-Tayden. Du-Jay-Tayden? Du-Jay-Tayden? You can't really track it back to Du-Jay. one part of the brain. But since this task is so simple and so closely linked to IQ, it may give us clues about what makes a brain more efficient and consequently more intelligent. That's consequently. Mm-hmm. Here's the word I was trying to say. Followed by the word intelligent. Um, so I, it, I do really wonder, though, about
0: the... the Advantage or lack thereof of being really smart then it, when it comes to just surviving? Because there probably is a limit to... Hmm. I don't want to start speculating about this and sound like an idiot. Can you be too smart for your own good? Uh, yeah. No, you absolutely can, for can. Your, yeah. for your For your Dude, uh, survival. I wish for your I'm not to saying that your... I'm
1: that smart, but I really wish I could be dumber sometimes <laughs> and not care about stuff. Don't you ever wish you didn't care about stuff? I wish I didn't care about stuff, but I still want to be
0: smart, you know, and I wish stuff didn't get like, I wish I could shut it down sometimes and relax. Well, it's a different thing, I think, because there are probably people who are really smart who are also able to prioritize what what (laughs) things to care about. I need to learn how to. (laughs) Basically, you need to get over this girl. You don't want to be dumb just to make this easier. Uh, You wouldn't sacrifice 10 IQ points just to be over the heartbreak, would you? Uh, Or would you? Yeah, I definitely would. Really? Yeah, it's easy call um matt would you well i guess you're not going through shit right now but in general uh, would are there times in your life when you've been like i would give up a lot of this intelligence just for smooth sailing during this rough patch of my life no, oh
2: no i wouldn't because i, I have a lot <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not that
1: i'm saying i'm intelligent no, you're saying, it's you're just not, that like come off that way. i yeah, wish yeah. that uh i didn't get so worked up about everything i wish like overthinking
2: just... stuff that's what you are about.
1: I wish I could just flow through stuff yeah without no because
2: I got I've got a high level of ADD that counteracts any dwelling on things (laughs) I I, so whatever level of thought I'm able to have it very quickly just disappears because a bee goes past
0: right (laughs)
2: It's a good way to be, I guess.
0: Yeah. Man,
1: no, that's why I'm really bad at um I'm not bad at auditioning. I can do well auditioning in the opening rounds cuz yeah. I'm like, oh, this doesn't matter. It's not going to happen. But then when I go to like the callbacks and then like it gets to be for clutch. producers and that's when it's like, oh, if this goes well, I can quit my job and I'm going to possibly make a lot of money. Yeah. And then I shake violently. Oh, like literally shake. Literally shake. Like my Body just starts shaking. I went to my doctor, and this is like cool LA doctor. I was like, hey man, I uh I get nervous in auditions, and he goes, beta I gotcha. And he's just he goes, All right, I'm gonna subscribe you these beta blockers. And he goes, No shit. Yeah, he's like, I'm gonna subscribe you Prescribe. 60 of them. That should last you pilot season, right? Like he knows wow. all the lingo. Oh and my stuff. god. And I'm like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. He thinks I
0: go out on a lot more auditions than I do, but I'll take it. I didn't I tried those too. I tried those, I was just at the doctor for just like I'd strep or something and while i was there i was like also can you just give people beta blockers he's like yeah there's no like you can't abuse them they don't you don't get high for oh them yeah anything.
1: no he's just like you just
0: take these they're great i got some and i, I tried them before doing some improv shows up in portland but I, I don't know if the improv is a yeah, I really, maybe, yeah i didn't really maybe maybe just because i wasn't that stressed about doing it i didn't really notice a difference but i've heard it's like big for like concert violinists and things Like people mm-hmm. it just lowers
1: your that- blood
2: pressure that's all it so does? you don't
0: shake like I'm not nervous in my head
1: but I just am like nervous to where my hands
2: shake I think before I think it now is banned because I think it's tested for but people who used to like professional darts players or pool and snooker players used to take them because any handshake any inaccuracy I think Marksman as well
0: that, that, that seems like something you shouldn't... I don't know. That seems like something that should be allowed for those, you know? I don't think that's actually like... that's not like a steroid kind of thing where you're getting stronger. But I don't know, just... because
2: it's exactly... It is definitely performance-enhancing drugs. Like, if you if your sole job is to keep your hand extraordinarily steady and be extremely accurate, any drug that stops any shake and keeps that happening... Yeah. ...is cheating. In the same mm. way that steroids is making you... is cheating now, in a running race. Now, if
0: you found out that one of those uh, ladies dressed up all in silver on Hollywood Boulevard... <laughs> who's standing still professionally to make money from tourists. If you found out one of those people was on beta
2: blockers. No, I think I'd still be cool with that because they're artists who are expressing their true self.
0: Okay.
1: Dude, it's so fucking unnatural to audition anyway. Like, I could do... I wouldn't be nervous if I got the part... Because I got the You part. wouldn't? Because then you'd be thinking about, oh, if I mess this up, this might be the last season No, it would be way then... more relaxed. Well, you know what? I fucking... You know what? I can say that. I've acted uh, in that Adam Devine show. You don't get stressed out. It was out. the least stressful thing I've ever done. It was very relaxing. Nice. Because I was like, I'm here. They're not going to fire me. Yeah, Like, yeah. we're filming today. Uh, yeah, I can act when I need to, but I just can't audition. So, yes. so, I take beta blockers. I had a late night audition one time and had like four beers before I went in. Yeah. And uh, it worked a little too well. Guys. <laughs> I was like, oh no. What if I get this and then this is what yeah, I need yeah, to do yeah. now?
0: <laughs> it's I like had, that old uh, that old wives' tale about how, like, you can study high and take the test high. I love that. But you can't. But if you study high and take it straight, you're going to fail it. Or if you study straight and take it high, you're going to fail I like fail
1: anybody it. who studies straight and takes a test high. Yeah, <laughs> that's. Uh, I remember – dude, okay, so the first first year of engineering college at the University of Iowa, I had this friend, and uh, we had like a calculus two final. Uh, not a final, but a midterm on 420. And he was like, dude, I can't pass up 420. And I remember in my oh, mind legally. being like – you're not going to get through college, man. Yeah. Like this is like a very easy choice. Like yeah. take the take the midterm. It's at like three thirty in the afternoon. Then get as stoned as you want. It's yeah. just like not a chance, man. Four twenty. You wake up and smoke, brah. And I was like, well, I think we have different perceptions of how to do this college thing.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he he aced as now a professor.
1: Oh yeah, his name is Professor High. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. He's so the leader of the X Men. Yeah.
1: Nice. All right, well, so, let's he's, like, the, he's
2: one of those party professors <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly
1: uh yeah well that I mean like that's a that was a long episode right it's like hour 15 it's a reasonable oh, that's a reasonable food I should probably get some food let's do yeah it.
2: well let's go and do that but first Brooks have you got any stuff coming up that we sh- that no I listen you know, know what about?
0: I
1: filmed uh I'll do my first television stand-up set it's called Adam Devine's House Party, and it's on Comedy Central like in August or September. So
2: look out for nice. that.
1: Nice. And I act in it too. You I do, say, and I, you are I have, unnervous. I have such lines as, hey, that's crazy, and what are you talking about? <laughs> it's the most easy line. <laughs> like, okay, so I'd, I've never acted or been on a set, I've never done anything. Mm-hmm. And I had the opening line of the whole episode. Where I don't and I don't know what's going on at all, and they were like, "Okay, Mark, set." And I wanted them to go action because that's what they say in the movies. And so they're like rolling. Not
2: actually what they say in the movies. Yeah, that's that's (laughs) not what
1: they say. They're just like rolling speed. Okay, Sam. Blah 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 blah. And then they're like, "Okay," and uh, I'm just stand. I'm just sitting there, and my opening line is uh, is just like, "Oh, hey, wait, what did you sell or something like that?" I don't even remember what it was, but um. I just—it was like silence for like a minute, and they're like, uh, "Brooks, you—you you need to
0: talk now." And I was like, "No, you guys got to say action." He doesn't say anything first. No, Austin, you just—yeah. Just like, oh, California, and I, I couldn't—I no couldn't be like, "I've
1: never done this. <laughs> I've never been in this situation." Uh, but it was—it was cool. But I heard first. You're just that by you, Just great. give me
2: another couple of seconds to get my character. Okay, I'm ready to go now. <laughs> well, yeah. my
1: character was. I was playing Brooks Whelan before he does stand up <laughs> comedy. So I was just drinking bears. So no beta blockers on that whole set. This was not like. No, you know. Enhanced. No, no, I didn't need any. I would never take beta blockers to do stand up. Oh, really? Yeah, never. Why not? I'm the most confident stand up. I'm so <laughs> confident in stand up. I'm not confident in acting.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I would never. I would only take beta blockers for auditions. Okay. Because I once you have the part it I'm not nervous anymore. Um Matt, what so do you what, got? You're gonna watch everyone watch you on Adam Devine's party house party? Yeah, watch my superb acting. Mm-hmm. You're gonna see me and go, Whoa, I need that guy at my uh, child's birthday party. Wow.
0: Um that I just see.
2: I believe by the time this comes out, uh, my episode of uh, the set list uh, Nerdist YouTube thingies will have come out, so check out the Nerdist YouTube channel. Oh, it
0: was live right away as soon as. Oh, no, the no, streamed. the other ones,
2: the ones that they did at Meltdown Theatre that oh, okay, they're putting okay. out okay. in segments. Um, so that'll be out on the internet, so check that out. Um, and.
1: When does your Nerdist stand up set with Buzz Aldrin?
2: That already 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 that's already gone out That's already been broadcast Oh I'm sorry I didn't. Um, Someone sent me
0: a screen grab Of me uh, laughing at your jokes Because I guess there's a tight shot Of me in the front row Hell yeah bro yeah. That's that's my TV debut
2: <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: I've uh, been in uh, I was in a hot tub On Comedy Central one time I don't know if we ever talked about it. Wait I never that. got to see Do you have footage of that? Do you have video of that? Oh yeah I won't show it to anyone <laughs> Like I'm not embarrassed about much Clearly by how open I am about everything I won't show that to people. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't know it wasn't good. I thought you said it went well. It was super fun. I sat out, I sat in a hot tub for 12 hours with Kevin Barnett, who's a hilarious comedian, and we just riffed and drank fake beer. Uh, But then when it came out, like, it was when I had long hair and my hair had froze up into some weird apple because I was in a hot tub all day. And they made me um, put makeup all over my tattoo because I was wearing a tank top. And you could just tell that it was like, what is this? he he got a makeup arm? Uh, <laughs> like, I got to set and I was like, hey. Is that
2: because th- the, uh, the Chili Peppers The logo Chili Peppers is tattoo a, is a, was it's copyrighted? Is a trademark logo. Well, no, but it was
1: so over bearing to everything else happening. They're like, people are just going to look at that tattoo. I showed up on set. I was like, hey, is this going to be a problem to the director? And he goes, yeah, that's a huge problem. <laughs> it's, a huge, it's a big one. And I was like, okay. And he's like, and he's like, we're going to have to cover it up, but you're in a hot tub all day. <laughs> so I, I, if you ever saw it, it was the retro weekend where they're showing um, Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> and the whole time we're in the hot tub, uh, I, for some reason, have one arm out of it. <laughs> It's hilarious. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, look it up.
2: I'm you find can, it I don't online. think you can, I don't
1: think you can find it online. I really, really?
2: don't. Oh, also on uh, on June 10th, I'm gonna be on a uh, home and family again on the Hallmark Channel. What? What? Is this a joke? No, no, this is genuinely. I did I did it for them a couple of months ago, and they're having me back for a comedians round table. It's gonna be a few of us. I can't remember who's on it, but I remember it being funny people. Nice. Uh, last time I I did a cooking segment, and I learned how to. Carve a pumpkin and fill it with dry ice so it smoked.
1: Oh, that sounds okay. great! Oh
2: no, it was watermelon. It was a watermelon that I carved out and filled it with dry ice so it looked like a like a smoking dragon. Uh, uh, also, I'll so- be I'm going to be in Joshua
1: Tree like most weekends for the rest of the summer <laughs> indefinitely. So if any if any of our listeners camp in Joshua Tree, I, Look I will meet up with you there because I have a blast.
0: That's actually. There's a good chance that might happen. There aren't that many camping spots. I love Joshua Tree. And it's very, it's not,
1: that it's its so fun. Me and Andy were at Joshua Tree acting like high schoolers. It was so It was really
0: fun. And then we also found out about this saloon. I forgot if I mentioned this already. Joshua Tree Saloon. Right at the gates, there's a saloon that opens at 8 a.m., has a happy hour at 8 to 10 a.m. every day with like $2 beers and these huge breakfast burritos so we meant to rough it but every morning we would just drive out and get breakfast and beers outside of the camp it was and awesome. then our logic was like there's nobody around we can drive back yeah you, have, you can you can yeah you're inside i wasn't National drunk Park. anyway That's, we were fine we did um, do it we did like a 3 a.m trip out to that one viewing point over the coachella valley that was one of the most fun yeah it's just key's point Key's point. Andy Haynes drove us out there in the middle of the night. That was a blast. There's no one around. It's like you're, in, you're on an alien planet. It was great. Uh, Andy, what do you got going on? And then let's... Go uh, and I actually wanted to mention food. that we're doing this podcast at the LA Podcast Festival, October 4th through 6th. Wow. The, one of our One of our rare live ones. I'm hoping Brooks will be around for it. We'll get a big Hold guest. On, let me look. It's going to be i going...
1: I don't know if I'm going to be here. I think I'm in Miami doing this Friends of Nature Festival. What? Like it's with the Yeah, uh, Yeah, yeahs. I'm really excited about it. Well, either way, we're doing it. As, oh no, it's uh, the next weekend. I'm gone.
0: Okay, October fourth through six. You're Sweet. in. Sweet. And this is uh, the tickets are already on sale. We've got. Um, I'm also one of the producers of the festival, so I'm just hawking the whole thing in general. Um, Marin is doing WTF. Doug Benson's going to be there. Aisha Tyler, Greg Fitzsimmons, Kevin Pollock, lots of great names. And uh, I think just hundred dollars gets you a pass for all three days of it. There are going to be about forty podcasts in total, all up the Sheraton Delfina and Santa Monica. Tickets at LAPodfest.com.
2: Last year, Zach Galifianakis dropped in. Yeah, we I do know going to It's, who's it's, gonna a, it's so
0: much fun. It's a bla- like it's uh it's a different kind of festival than Bridgetown because it's all in one location. But that's that's kind of it's, it's kind I'm still of, sad I missed Bridgetown this it's year. It's a good time. It's a good time. But um So
2: get your tickets for that. And as always, uh please subscribe, please send mm-hmm. us nice comments and questions to probability at gmail.com, tweet us at probability give us nice reviews on iTunes and give us nice ratings because that helps other people find us spread the word be nice to each other look at science and do things what are you doing right now I don't know am trying to give
1: our our podcast like this
2: podcast
0: is brought to you by values.com I'm trying to give it a moral at the end of it so just
2: you know be good to each other and dedication pass it on and uh, free Nelson Mandela thanks for listening
1: Gandhi was pretty cool (laughs)